never experienced loss because I've never had a loved one to lose. But what is grief, if not love persevering? Welcome back to A Star Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey. And I. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. It's like very New Zealander, Australian. Hello. Hello, <laughs> mate. What's Sorry, up, Jeff? That- how are you? Is that offensive? Oh, no. No, no, I hope not. <laughs> um, I am good. I yeah, am we're... tired. I'm actually kind of tired. <laughs> Another weekend of Jeffrey's adventures. It's always like me gallivanting out there. Living your life, friend. Yeah, I mean, You're we... just living your life. I mean, as we're recording this, we it is the premiere of Eternals tonight. <sighs> You hear that deep sigh? Sad. 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 I wish Sad. I wish we, were we, uh, we were kind of placing bets because, you know, after the, after the Black Widow premiere, uh, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, I can't wait. Here on out, Jeffrey and I are going to get to go to every <laughs> single, like, fan event and premiere that there is. We had high hopes. And then Very high the hopes. Shang-Chi one came around and I was like, sick, we're going to get invited to this premiere for sure. And then we didn't see a premiere invite at all. We got the fan event, which is another thing. That's with a screening, sorry. Oh, yeah. Which is great. It's not the premiere. And then I was like, don't worry, buddy. We'll get it for Eternals. <laughs> and nothing came in. Sad. <laughs> so, so we are recording on this Monday, Eternals premiere. Angelina Jolie is off being wonderful somewhere that I am not in the proximity of. I am sad. I am. I feel the same way about Gemma Chan. It, all of them, <laughs> right? Like all, like all, all nah. of them. Every single one of them. I'm just like, Kit Harrington. If you're there, my heart is breaking. Kumail Nanjiani, baby. <laughs> Where are you? All of them. My gosh. Um, so uh, we're reluctantly not watching that um, in lieu of uh, recording this episode, which is it's all good. You know, like we'll, we're going to see the film. We, uh, well, I mean, I have tickets for the fan event that Jeffrey <laughs> can't come. I was so. I mean, before yeah, we're, we're gonna get into our, our character today, but oh my god! <laughs> Just one thing after uh, another for oh this movie. Oh my god! Di texted me, and she just texted me two tickets. Oh my gosh! To the special Eternals fan event premiere, or whatever it was. At El Capitan. At the in LA, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, this is so great, sick. Because because you were like. We got to do the fan event yeah. next time. And I was, I was like, yeah, so yeah. mad I wasn't able to 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 make it. Or, yeah. Oh no, we we did it. We weren't able to get like two for for us. But you went with your friend. But yeah. like we couldn't get it for for us. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, gonna get the next one for sure. I'm gonna make the next one. And it's <laughs> Eternals. Yes. Yeah. And then I saw the dates on the ticket that I bought, and I was like, I was just like. Die. I'm in New York that day. <laughs> I, I have never felt so much like just deep sigh, the sigh. And I have to admit, at first I was like, what? Wait, you're joking, right? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, uh, oh no. <laughs> and I just heard the no 
Oh, the Darth yeah. Vader. Because I knew I was going to New York, yeah. but, but I, I never, I didn't know the date. I didn't, yeah. she didn't know the dates. And I was like, <laughs> the one day it's the that I'm literally weekend. not here. <laughs> oh. It could have been the Wednesday. It could have been the Tuesday. It, it, could have, it had yeah. to be the Thursday to that be, I'm leaving. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. So I'm going to hope for, <laughs> it's not even, you can't, because the next movie after that is, is Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man, yeah. Is, I don't, I don't, is that the same, like, I mean, I know it's Marvel MCU, but like, since it's like Sony's distribution, I don't yeah. like, I feel like. I, well, they did, I, I was, I was in, I was down at Hollywood and Vine mm-hmm. when they were setting up for Far From Home. So okay. it's going to be down there. Okay. I think that's kind of part of the okay. agreement. Whether or not it was at Grauman's Chinese or El Capitan, okay. I'm not sure. But it was gonna, at one of them. I'm gonna count on that one. Third time <laughs> is a charm. You hear that, Marvel? I'm gonna <laughs> hopefully be available. <laughs> it's during the holidays, so I should have no plans. I mean, you know, it, it might be when I'm gone, which is oh, kind of true, crazy. Because you're going to because I'm, I'm I'm gonna start going to conventions. Conven- in a, yes. Yeah, next month. <clears throat> and if you know, I'm so sorry for everybody listening, but this is how we strategize. So when does when does uh, for No Way Home drop 13. I'm pretty sure, Decem- like, right? no, December 10 or something, something around there. Yeah, so the, let's say the premiere's two weeks ahead. That means it's gonna be on Thanksgiving weekend, if not just before that's that. Very soon, though. Yeah, that's not even gonna Yikes. be. That's not, no, no way that can happen because that means <laughs> Eternals is gonna only gonna have like, I mean, but it's a Sony Marvel property, it's in association with, so it's kind of like, ah, because <laughs> Eternals gonna mean Eternals is gonna have like a two, three week run. See, that's crazy. That's crazy, right? But we'll see. I mean, let's hope. <laughs> let's I let's cross this. our fingers. I hate this. I know this is this the most <clears throat> wonderful time of the year. Yeah. So I'm probably just gonna while I'm new, while I'm while I'm in New York, I'm probably just gonna watch it and at midnight. I didn't even mention Hawkeye. I know. So there's gonna be a Hawkeye something happening. Probably. Hopefully. Uh, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Even just in the next eight weeks, there's a lot of stuff going on. This is officially yeah. the zone. This is yeah, like the yeah. zone of like, like this is like the home stretch of the year right now. Exactly. It's Marvel yeah. every week, every day until literally next year. It's true. Very. It's true. gonna go by like in a flash. Not yeah. to not to DC that, but right, well, but anyway. Hopefully, gosh. <laughs> So we are very sad, but we're very happy to bring you today's episode. Um, but before we get into that, of course, um, I have a redacted note here in my in my file. My favorites. Are you ready, Jeffrey? Uh-huh. And so I'm very happy to announce that we have new listeners. Which, oh no, where? And I must say a gigantic... Muchas gracias to <gasps> our friends in Mexico. Wow. We have some Mexicos on the map now. Sweet. Woo. Hell so yeah. I don't know what voice that was, but I'm feeling the excitement. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I was. Exciting. And you have to, I, like, I have to say, like, I kept staring at the map like, Mexico, <laughs> where are you? Where are you? Oh, there's <laughs> like, someone. There's someone's so many, bound right? to... And we finally got it. So thank That's you. Great. Thank you to um, our new listeners in Mexico. Really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Um, on that note, you know, just a reminder, you know, I usually say these kinds of things at the end of the show, but just in case people don't make it quite that far, we do have official merch available. So if you want to spot a T-shirt or a fancy T-shirt or a embroidered cap, you can get one of those uh, on our link in bio um, and help support the show mm-hmm. because, yeah, that'd be awesome. Super dope stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And if you're not following us, remember to hit subscribe, you know, rate, like, follow, do all the things. Um, we would appreciate it. And so with that said, aside my kitty cat's jingle jangle mm -hmm. collars, Groot is sitting next to me. He's like ready to go. Um, just a reminder, we are just two fans sharing a dialogue about a character and about the Marvel Universe. We hope you like it. If you have any questions or comments, please hit us up on social. Oh, yeah. Um, and away we go. So today's episode, <laughs> you know, this, and then we briefly talked about this over text. I feel like this is the first character that who's died and come back <laughs> like, multiple times, multiple times, right? Like this is the yeah. first character we've covered that has actually had that. And not only once, but like two, three, four, four times. times, which is kind of crazy. Um, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But that said, if you haven't looked at the title, this episode is about vision. Vision. Vision, not Wanda. <laughs> Say it, Jeffrey. Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> um, I repeat that on a, more often than, than I should. And so, uh, very quickly, uh, Vision, he was created by Roy Thomas and John Buscema. And so this is kind of one of those rare instances where at least I, I feel like he is what I would call a heavy hitter in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, aside the, the fab five, six, that, you know, if you want to talk about the Avengers, but he's kind of like right in that. And, and I feel like vision kind of fits into this branch of MCU characters that like he's, he's a, almost like a founding member at this point. Um, all yeah. things considered, right? Yeah. Like he's kind of been there, um, since the beginning in, in, in some respects. And of course we'll get into that a little later, but the character itself is, uh, you know, as you'll note, there was no Stanley, there was no Jack Kirby mentioned just now. Yeah. And so this is kind of one of those characters where, again, you know, this is the era that Stan started to kind of let other creators have their hand at these major characters. Mm -hmm. And so for, for Vision, it was kind of like Black Panther where they kind of wanted to be relevant in, in a way that they wanted to create a character that was very different from, from the original counterparts that they have, you know, with Captain oh. America and Iron Man and such. And so, like, essentially Stan, you know, sat down with, with John and Roy and was like, how do we get an android? <laughs> oh, mix. interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm not sure what films were coming out at this time. And, and, and you know, let me, let me preface that with uh, Vision's first appearance was in Avengers 57, October 1968. So, so we're about to cross over into the 70s. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what films were floating around at that time, but I I would like to Not assume much. that there's got to be some android robot stuff happening, right? At least in an animated sense. No, I mean. What, what about Star Trek? And there's like, because. I mean, they're. I mean, oh, yeah. Twilight I totally forget, little, like, Star Wars came out in the 70s, too. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, because, yeah, because Twilight Zone was like 1951. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't really do like a live action android at the time like at least in a way that was like believable I yeah mean, but you know yeah. excluding you know star trek star wars and everything they, yeah they just worked for that time but right if, if, but how we see like vision now i don't know if you would be able to see a version of that <laughs> can you imagine back in the 70s oh yeah. my gosh yeah and, yeah you know then that's kind of wild so 
he's kind of, he was the first of his kind, at least for Marvel. Um, and so in true form, I have three trading cards of Vision. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, actually just two. And one was, is with Scarlet Witch. But here for you, Jeffrey, you can see the, the uh, classic look here. Yes. Um, and so today's card, I'm going to read from the 1993 Marvel Masterpieces, which pretty much kind of own... Um, own the game when it comes to, to, you know, talking about these characters. And so um, this art in particular, particular, is by <laughs> Joe Jusco. Um, and so let's, let's have at it. And so um, real name Vision, group affiliation Avengers. Mm -hmm. With the power to control his own molecular density, the Vision can walk through walls, float through air, and attack an enemy by partially solidifying himself inside the body of his target. All superhuman feats, except that the Vision's not human at all. He's an android with a cold, analytical nature and a computer-like mind. But that hasn't stopped him from becoming one of the most trusted members of Earth's mightiest superhero team, the Avengers! Hell yeah. So that's Vision. And you'll note here, and I'll post this on Instagram and social, but his, his suit, right off the bat, is very different. And we'll, we'll talk about this later in aesthetics, but... Compared to his MCU counterpart, Ask comic book is vast, not, not even vastly different. He's quite different. Yeah. Right? Like he's got, like you look at him at first sight and you're like, yeah, this vision. It's like, it's but then you look at him. That's the, the OG comic. Yeah. Um, Aquaman colors. Like, it was, it was like a version <laughs> yeah, it's like a green and yellow, right? Yeah. Green and yellow with a dash of like tangerine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So do you remember is Avengers the film or not even Avengers? Yeah. Is, is Avengers Age of Ultron like your first exposure? I mean, to it Vision? has to be. Yeah. Like that's how I know. Wild. And then is that, and then, and then it's like, when you see that, then you backtrack and you're like, okay, what's the background? And you yeah. see, then you see these yeah. original like artwork with him in the, in the green and yellow. Mm -hmm. And then they, you pay, they pay homage to it in the WandaVision series. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Because Holly. I mean, if you're trying to do like a live action version of that, it would look kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like wacky. Like, Wanda, wacky. Yeah, like, yeah, it would look like wacky, but they did it in a way that was very like, unique. tasteful. Yeah. And yeah. tasteful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. For me, I don't know. Like I, I was racking my brain all weekend trying to think like, when was the first time I heard about vision? Because and I say this so many times, it's like, I just, one day I just knew who all these characters were. So I'm yeah. like, was I like a tiny, tiny baby? And I was like, I know who that is. And then just kind of <laughs> came with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I want to say that it was because of the old Avengers books that I got exposed to at like Barnes and Noble mm -hmm. and comic shops. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Vision. Yeah, I know Vision. But... I will say he was always, it was always the counterpart of Scarlet Witch. Like I knew them as a unit. I didn't know I mean, them yeah. as independent characters. Um, and I want to say maybe it might even, I maybe even got to know him better through the cartoons and it might've been Iron Man or um, Fantastic Four if he was in either of those. I honestly couldn't remember. But um, yeah, I, <laughs> he's, he's always been there for me. Um, and gr given he's been around since 1968, I mean, heck, it's certainly possible. And so let's get into the contrast. See, this is one of those characters where it's almost two characters that we have to cover. I was just going to ask, how is the origin in the <laughs> comics? Exactly. Because obviously the MCU origin is, is strictly like because of what happened in the MCU. Right. It's not like the derived from 
I'm, I'm assuming they did definitely did not derive from the comics because not entirely. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so much like, uh, you know, if you didn't, for those of you listening, if you didn't listen to our Eddie Brock, um, Venom episode, uh, we kind of did a, it, almost like a two character dissection. And so I didn't want to do that here because, um, there's potential to cover the other character, um, as much as we are going to cover vision himself, but Let's very quickly go back to the beginnings of Jarvis. Yes. Who is very much a, another character, period. And yeah. so, um, of course, you know, Vision is not to be confused with, with Edwin Jarvis. He was the, you know, humbled servant, butler, assistant of Just Howard right-hand Stark. Man, yeah. Yeah, of, of Tony Stark's father. And so, um, you know... Going back to his history very briefly, um, he was U.S. born in New York, but he joined the Canadian Royal Air Force for Britain to fight the Nazis. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> so Jarvis has his own backstory that, um, you know, unless you're watching, unless you've watched Agent Carter mm. and, and bits of, I guess, I don't know if he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all that much at all. I don't but, remember that much. Either. Yeah, I don't remember him in that. I remember him in Agent Carter. But if, unless you're watching that show or watched that series, you won't get too much of this information at all unless you've followed books. But it's assumed that, because of the war and when he was fighting for Britain, and that's how he acquired his trademark accent. Uh, um, and and he's, you know, in the books, he's the only character that can boast that he's been there since the origin of the Avengers. Mm. So not even Captain America can say that because it was it was Howard Stark. It was and before. It was yeah. way before, yeah. And so, so that's kind of like his lasting legacy. And so, of course, in the MCU, he's portrayed by James Darcy, who is wonderful in that role. I don't know how much Captain... Captain America. Agent Carter. <laughs> I mean, she's Captain America. Captain Carter. Um, how much Agent Carter you? I haven't seen. watched a lot of it, but I, yeah, mean, I know that he made great. the appearance in, in yeah. Endgame. Yeah. And so that was like the first technically like TV crossover. Yeah. People yeah. People were like, him. "Oh my God, he's in there." Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was great, and I loved him um, as as Jarvis. And so in the MCU, um, you know, Tony later names the artificial intelligence after Jarvis. Mm-hmm. You know, after he's passed and everything, and so it becomes it, it, Jarvis continues on with the Stark lineage um, as it as it continues. Um, and so with that, I have a pop quiz for you. Ooh, it's time. <laughs> this is a it's a rather simple one, but that's what they all say, Dad. That's what they all say. All my teachers just say, "Oh, it's a pretty easy quiz." <laughs> I have failed probably eighty percent of them. Dude, you're the same guy that named how many Mark like Stark <laughs> like Iron Man. That was that was literally the luckiest. Come on, that was like the luckiest no, thing. In the I'm world. a believer. Um, okay, so so so. And I'm curious to know if you know this. I hope I do. Okay, here we go. He's bracing himself, literally. What does the acronym JARVIS Uh, stand for? Oh, oh, I know this because you know this, Jeff. Come on. Sam Sam has to like she she she'll get mad at me if I don't because the one of the goldens she. She, uh, I told you, one of the Goldens, she dog sits. Yes. His name is Jarvis. Oh, yeah. I told you that, yes, right? Yes, 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 And yes, then yes. he has, like, a Tony Stark collar. Yes. <laughs> I know. Oh. Just a, just a rather very intelligent 
Is it sister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I felt like S was like it was gonna be like incredible. I, I was like, what? No, Desiree you did it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you who's, who missed oh, that, God. just a rather very intelligent system is what Jarvis stands for, at least when it comes to Tony Stark's AI, and that is phenomenal. That's great. Good on you, Hell Jeff. Yeah. Oh, one Hell for one. Yeah. One for one. Woo. <laughs> and so uh, from there, we'll pivot back to, to the official origin of, of what is known as the Vision. And he's one of those characters that has the in front of it, but you just don't, you just don't really say it. You just yeah, say Vision. Sure. Like the Scarlet Witch yeah. something. Eh. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Vision himself, he's a, a synthesoid, which is essentially an advanced version of an, an android. So it's like synthetic, humanoid, android, yeah. what have you. Um, and so <laughs> this is where we're going to get a little, it's going to get a little crazy here with the science. So strap on your nerd glasses. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and so vision, uh, was essentially built to replicate the human form. And so it, you know, very apart from the MCU, you're going to hear some names that you may have not even like heard a flicker of, um, this in the books vision was created using these things called Horton cells. Um, and in the comics, the gem on his forehead is not the Mind Stone, as would, it is. Which I would assume it was it's, never. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was never the Mind Stone. It was actually the Solar Gem. The gem, so the Solar Gem. The Solar Gem. And so comic book vision was created by, like, imagine, if you will, the beginning of Powerpuff Girls, and it's the doctor, and he's putting oh, all these things. Sugar yeah, so, so nice. Vision yeah. was created using Horton cells and the solar gem nice. to give him consciousness. So the solar gem is essentially what is powering the, the synthesoid that is Vision. Uh -huh. And so Horton cells themselves, it, it's named after a professor named Phineas Horton. Okay. And so um, the Horton cells kind of uh, provide the basic building block for artificial intelligence and life. And so Dr. Horton wanted to create this synthesoid and he was a genius of the 30s. He was, you know, it's a very, a very time frame specific, um, uh, you know, like a creation on uh -huh. his behalf. And believe it or not, he created what was the, what was known as the first human torch. Oh. And so that Human Torch, apart from the Fantastic Four version, you have yeah. to kind of cast that one away because um, that's a separate character yeah. entirely. And so the first Human Torch himself was um, an android. He's an android. And so um, <laughs> a character named Lord Immortus used the Forever Crystal to split Human Torch's body, leaving one for Ultron to use to create vision. That's interesting, wow. So it's kind of all these, like there's like, a lot of cooks in the kitchen yeah, <laughs> coming to make this android. Uh -huh. And then here comes Ultron, who, I mean, I feel like we're gonna do Ultron at some point, but Ultron was created by Dr. Hank Pym. Very different from the MCU. Interesting. Yeah, wow. and so like, honestly, we have to cover alternate one point because that whole thing is, it's not a Tony Stark story. It's a Hank Pym story. That's, that's funny. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one. And so, um, so that's just talking about the Horton cells. And so the solar gem itself is the gem that, that Horton uses to, to bring this synthesoid to life. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
it works like the human brain itself. So it's an artificial version of the human brain. Okay. And it focuses sunlight, converting it and distributing the energy evenly throughout the synthesoid shell. It's basically photosynthesis. Nice. <laughs> so it's converting the energy, boom, boom, boom. And then that's how he makes the rays. That's how he's operative. Whoa. He's like almost like a solar powered synthesoid, if you yeah. will. Nice. Yeah. And so, um, and so like I, I mentioned, you know, he's later constructed by Ultron using parts of the original human torch mm -hmm. and then modified using the brain patterns of two other Avengers who are Wonder Man, who we've not met yet in the we MCU. We brought him up though. We brought him, we brought we, him we, up we a met, couple of times. Yeah. I think he was in, who was he? I think it was in one of the female episodes. Um, yeah, but yeah. we briefly touched on, on Wonder Man, who was like, a, he's basically super strong, superhuman mm -hmm. type of deal, Simon Williams. And then um, Alex Lipton, who was the son of Dr. Miles Lipton, an AI researcher. So they basically, they Frankensteined him. Yeah. They were like, let's take equal parts of this, this person yep, and yep. this person, all the attributes, you know? Um, and, you know, inevitably, similar to MCU Vision, he eventually turned on his creator, who is Ultron, and he was like, I'm going to go with the Avengers now. And he goes with the Avengers. Yeah. That's a bit, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, that, that right there. And that's a brief version of yeah. that. You know what I, I mean? mean? That's where they kind of like meet. Like it's different origin stories, but that's where they kind of like meet in the middle of yeah. like still having like being part of the original comic story, right. but then also like, okay, let's make it MCU relevant. Right. Yeah. Because you can, you can tell like, okay, they were, you know, and we're about to talk about this, like, you know, instead of the Horton cells and then instead of the solar gem, it's the cradle, the vibranium cradle and the, the mind stone. And then, you know, and it makes total they sense. They pulled an Ultron. And it just works. Yeah, and it worked. And so, speaking of MCU, he is so wonderfully portrayed by Paul Bettany, who uh, first voiced Jarvis. The legend. The AI. Yes, Legendary. exactly. Legendary. Um, first voiced the AI and then played Vision. Um, and, you know, I, I, I looked up the, the whole mention of, you know, <laughs> Jeffrey told me the story. Yep. Um, about Paul's career, and he didn't know that even voicing Jarvis was even going to propel into Vision. Like, he didn't know. He had mm -hmm. no idea that that was what was awaiting him. And so, why don't you tell the story? Because I think it's fantastic. Uh, no, yeah. So, I remember, like, Paul Bettany has also said this story in multiple pressers, whether it was for Infinity War, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He, yeah, was, on a, he was on a call with his agent and or he was at his agent's office mm -hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. He was somewhere. He gets a call from his agent. He goes to the street, takes the call. His agent tells him, look, I don't know if we're going to work in this business ever again. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. there, I don't know if there's anything out for you. I don't know what year this was. Um, but then after his agent told him that, he hung, they hung up. He was like, dang, that's... That's tough. He was mm -hmm. like, about the, he was sad about it. He was it's like, wow. crazy because yeah. he's like a phenomenal actor. Yeah. You know, if you think about his, and I couldn't name more than like two movies off the, off the top of my head, but everything yeah. that I have seen him in. I mean, yeah, I know him from, astounding. I know him from Da Vinci Code. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that movie it's came like, out in 2002, how, I think. How does somebody from Da Vinci Code then yeah. go, you'll never work in this and town this is again? Her, and, like, the, and, that movie, and that movie came out, yeah, like I said, early 2000s. Yeah. So, I mean, and then he, he started playing Jarvis in 2008. Yeah. So it's like, so he's been through it. So I don't know, yeah. like, I don't know if he was doing indie films a lot in between or doing, you know, blockbuster. Yeah. And then, so he hung up the phone with his agent, you know, 
moped about a little bit. Mm-hmm. He gets a call from Joss Whedon and he was like, hey, do you want to play the vision? <laughs> and then he was just like, and I remember, <laughs> I remember he said, um, Paul Benny said in interview, he was just like, he was like, yes, I would love to. He hung up and then he was like, you which i mean who could blame him yeah. that's incredible and then from then on when he when he got the vision role mm-hmm. i mean he's just now he's, he's now out. he's just like he's just known yeah you know him as the vision i feel like i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like and it's part of the marvel effect yeah it's not just the, the bod that all of these actors end up, well, most of them end up, you know, getting through training. Yeah. But also, it kind of sends everybody through this really awesome, like, uh, you know, like every they all get jobs. It propels they all get you, yeah. Jobs. Yeah, they instantly. I mean, it's almost them, you know? like you know, like the, the Harry Potter effect. Yeah. Like you know, like those yeah. three. Like yeah. Even though some of them like don't act anymore or do it as often anymore but like mm-hmm. it's because of that it doesn't matter like yeah they know like what they can they do. have the recognition yes yeah so that's that's crazy i mean yeah. bless him because he's I awesome <laughs> thank god and then he yeah. got his own show and then he got his own show and you then know? he's probably gonna get a season two or at least a couple more films as that character you know and I mean, who knows um and so vision in the mcu he's he's you know again he's very similar He's comprised of synthesoid physiology, you know, which are the, the vibranium and the, the synthetic organisms. And so in the MCU, and I kind of, I'm kind of annoyed that they don't, they have not brought back this character, um, but he's created by Helen Cho, Dr. Helen Cho, ah, who is the Korean doctor. I do love her. She is fantastic. <laughs> I know, she's great, yeah. right? What, do you know the actress's name? I don't know her oh, name off I the top of my... Um, uh, but he's you know created by helen cho and uh the regeneration regeneration cradle yes regeneration cradle right and the under ultron under ultron yeah uh let me see claudia kim is the actress's name nice and so uh yeah so that's essentially the the base of his creation and we see that in age of ultron um which was in 2015 Written and directed by Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. Um, a funny, a fun fact for you for about Helen Cho. So Helen Cho, she's got a little more prominence in the comic books than we see in the MCU. Really? Yes. Nice. Because in the comics, she is the mother of Amadeus Cho, who is known as the totally awesome Hulk. Whoa. There is a Korean Hulk. Oh, totally awesome instead of totally. incredible. Yeah. Wow. And so he's a younger Asian-based wow. Hulk that okay. is very similar to the Hulk, the traditional Hulk we know. Yeah. So I wonder wow. <laughs> if somewhere Helen Cho might come back. They have the new Young Avengers, what have you, if they don't use Teddy Altman, who is Hulkling. They have room to use totally awesome Hulk, who is Amadeus. And so that would be cool. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So it's there. It's there. Wow. She's there. She's Jesus. got a reason. That's crazy. Because, you know, who knows? They could they could weave that story in very easily. Yeah. I, I mean, I, from my perspective, I feel like that's a I mean, yeah. I mean, with the She-Hulk coming in, exactly. too, it's like, yeah, who knows how many others yeah. there can be. And, you know, and, and, and fans of the Hulk you know, uh, himself are always like, oh, I want to see Planet Hulk. I want to see Planet Hulk. And I mean, they've got enough Hulks in place and multiverse. They could 
they could do it if there's they want a, to. But there's that weird thing with Universal and their the, the usages for yeah. for Bruce Banner. Is it, but see, is it Bruce Banner only? <laughs> yeah, you know what see? I'm saying? Uh, see? So they could get around it if they really wanted to. I think, I think Marvel has a lot of pull now. They yeah. can pretty much do whatever. I know, like I said, right? the multiverse thing yeah. can just exp- <clears throat> like open up so many options. Oh, it's so crazy. <sighs> and so the first time we see Vision in the MCU is that epic scene in Age of Ultron where he does that reverse flip mm-hmm. out of the cradle and he's like poised like the thinking man. Yeah on top of that thing. And I remember thinking like, holy shit. <laughs> that was like the coolest thing. Because yeah, that like, was a pretty epic entrance. I just thought from the get-go, like, and, and I almost wish they didn't, this is another instance where I wish they didn't reveal so much about the character before the film had hit. Because I just think purely based on aesthetics and knowing Paul Bettany's acting chops, mm-hmm. made for such an awesome pairing that I was like, oh, I wish they let me like just have that like, on my own in the movie, but like to see like the close-ups of his contacts and the oh, and the, yeah. the, the cape. Was that in the trailer? I don't know that it was in the trailer, but I just remember seeing like char- the char- maybe character posters or something. Oh, yeah, oh, okay, because okay, they had okay. Wanda and they had Pietro and all that stuff. So oh, okay. I remember seeing a character poster and I was like, dang, that is so dope. Especially good. his cape, like, and how yeah. it has, like, the, it looks like a motherboard if you look close enough. Okay. Yeah, it's got different flecks of gold and orange. And, dude, Vision's, maybe I should go back to our mini Marvel and be yeah. like, dude, Vision's outfit is actually top-notch. Yeah. Top-notch. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that's the first time we see him, you know, after the Mind Stone has been placed and he comes out. Um, and so... With that said, we're going to roll into powers. Um, honestly, the... What can't he do? <laughs> literally, because they're very similar, and they're both very similar. There's really no difference. It's just the only difference, honestly, is that we have not yet even seen the potential of Vision in the MCU. That's the only thing that I would note, to be honest. But comic book... Let me run... Oh, this is a long list. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, for the comic book version... Um, you know, computer brain, superhuman intelligence, nanite body, nanite. So he's a nanite form oh, in the okay. comic books where, you know, for, for those of you who aren't super duper familiar, it's kind of like the tiny, 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 you know, things coming together to create the suit rather than being a composite, composed, full Something shell. Whole, yeah. yeah. Um, holographic manipulation, audio sensitivity, optical scanners, vocal manipulators, superhuman reflexes and stamina, density manipulation. Um... Whereas MCU is a bit of all of that, plus density manipulation, flight, energy blast, synthetic skin constructs, uh, and computer interaction. Um, so, you know, he's communicating with the computers and, you know, he can assimilate with them. And, you know, you see that a lot when he's talking to Ultron and they're like battling it out <laughs> in their little tech world. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. When he shut him out. Yeah. When he shut him out and they're hacking each other and all that good stuff. Um, and of course, he's also a genius level intellect and master combatant, which is kind of like, he's, of and course. he's made of vibranium, <laughs> he's too. Made of vibranium. So, like, so he could just download, okay, well, I'm going to become a master martial artist in five different karate, you know, like practices. Like some Matrix stuff yeah, right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly. Um, but, you know, like I mentioned, the, the one major notation unexplored in the MCU um, is his rigidity. And so um, Vision is capable of increasing his density. His um, maximum density is 90 tons. 
Jesus. 90 tons. And so if he pushes, and this is what I meant with like, we're going to get really, really scientific here. If he pushes past the 90 tons, so he's, let's say he's capable of doing so. And he's capable of pushing himself to 120. Sure. The problem is, <laughs> as science does, once he goes past the threshold of 90 tons, he himself can no longer move with that excessive oh, okay. density. So he becomes like a statue. So unless he reduces himself back to 90 or less. Then he can move freely. He can move freely. He can move. He's mobile. Damn. That's a lot. 90 tons? Scary. That's that's 100 and... Please. Someone is going to have to back, math check me. Because <laughs> one ton is 2,000 pounds. Okay. Let's I know that. <laughs> tons to pounds. Let's try. Okay. So 90 oh, tons. Oh, so 90 tons times two. Th okay, it's 100 and... You got this. Oh. <laughs> Shad. 180,000. There you go. Pounds. Yeah, 180,000 pounds. Gosh. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of force yeah. right there. <laughs> let's see. Oh so for gosh. comparative purposes, let's say African elephants are anywhere between two to seven tons. Okay. Snaps. So an adult yeah. African elephant, seven tons. Yeah. Imagine, Jesus, imagine, exactly. <laughs> you imagine that many elephants. It's like two and a half elephants coming at like, yeah, ah. <laughs> in a fist. And that's, that's yeah. visions. Yeah. So, so imagine that. So, so he can push himself to this particular limit. We have not seen that in the MCU. Um, um, and so, yeah, so that's kind of like the one big thing we have not seen yet. But speaking of what if, of course, um, we're going to roll into other versions. And so this is something I, I we didn't talk about um, in Venom or Shang-Chi, not that we really need to with Shang-Chi, but for Venom, like we didn't, we had like family and the other symbiotes, yeah. I guess, but it's been a while since we've done other versions. And so with Vision, there's, there are quite a few of them. Really? Quite a few. And so, you know, with all the other Earths, um, Many, many of them are very similar. They have similar attributes, but I wanted to focus on a couple mm -hmm. um, that kind of stood out among the rest. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, the first one is Earth 2149, which is Zombieverse. <laughs> Zombies are the oh, yeah. topic of the day, apparently. Jeffrey just alerted me that there's a Captain America <laughs> zombie running around California Adventure. And I'm like, I need to see him. <laughs> very true. Yeah, I already did the Oogie Boogie, so I'm SOL, but I kind of wish that. I, I hope they'll add him as a normal evening. Uh, Reoccurring character. Yes. Oh my gosh. I need to see him. <laughs> ah, I love zombies. Um, and so zombie verse vision, um, this version of, of, uh, vision was recruited by Nick Fury. Um, so imagine if you will in zombie verse, the, the obvious idea and strategy is to go up because they can't get you if you're in the air. Yes. And so they're all aboard the hell carrier. Yep. And so Nick Fury like summons vision, um, and then, you know, they're all happy go lucky up there, but then he's like, how about you go down and then you start killing them. <laughs> and so somehow, somehow homeboy gets infected. So he gets infected like a virus, like a literal virus. Can vision get infected? Right. That's the question. <laughs> oh. And so he, he gets 
infected and he's re- essentially reprogrammed in Zombieverse and he becomes a living vision zombie. Scary. Yeah, and so I thought for a second like maybe they would They were going to do that. They were going to do that. Yeah, in, in the what if episodes, but they didn't. Um Turns out he's just a psychopath. He's just a psychopath. <laughs> um yeah, well, the one version is, you know, he's babysitting Wanda who is also a zombie, but then um in which is pretty much the predominant version of Vision, he's bonded with Ultron and he's Pretty much trying to take over the multiverse. For those of you who have not Jeez. seen it, you should probably watch it. Um, another version of Vision that I thought was very interesting is Earth 691, uh, where in nice. that timeline, <laughs> yeah, in that timeline, uh, Vision actually evolved into Mainframe. Do you remember Mainframe? I do, yeah. That's very familiar. You know this, Please right? Please enlighten me again. Chief Operating System Protecting. Planet Earth 691. Wait, portrayed by Miley Cyrus. Yes! I was like, wait. wait." (laughs) Yeah, and so. (laughs) You know what? You you want to know my immediate thoughts? What? For some reason, I was thinking of freaking (laughs) Don Cheadle as Captain Planet. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why? I don't know why. What? You said mainframe, and then, oh my god, I have no idea. Are you why. thinking about the kids? Isn't there isn't there a kid that's named after? No, am I, I thinking? Know. Maybe I'm thinking Burger King. I don't know why. I don't know why Don Cheadle is Captain Planet. I that, came up. <laughs> I don't, I'm lost. <laughs> Telling me. Yeah. But my, so oh. it's Miley Cyrus, and so for for context, um, there are the cuts the. Uh, are the end credits? The end it was credits, post-credits. Or post-credits, it was post-credits yeah. scenes of the Ravagers and the different sanctions, and they're all like, "Oh, you know, getting ready to go back out into the field, if you will." And Miley Cyrus voices the bodiless, like head. <laughs> it's like a yeah, robot basically. head um, with Alita Orgord and the other um, Ravagers, and she's like, "Oh, I miss you guys," or whatever I miss she you says. Guys so yeah, much. there you go. <laughs> And that's Miley Cyrus, and so that's a version of Vision in another Earth. Oh, that's funny. And then there's Earth 1610. Um, Vision uh, is actually female in that. Ooh. It's a female synthesoid. Interesting. Um, and let me make it a little more spicy. Had a relationship with Sam Wilson. Whoa. <laughs> so, hello. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love hearing these comic like origin yeah. stories because then you think of like the MCU actors <clears throat> and you're like, wow, that's interesting. Do you want to know her nickname? Nebula. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. Vision of 1610, 1610. Galactus. Wow. Spelled oh. spelled very differently. Three words. Oh. G-H-A. Ga. Okay. L-A-K. Okay. T-U-S. Okay. Galactus, but not Galactus. But not the Galactus. Bizarre. Not the planet eating uh, Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a big old melting pot of remixes. Shit. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then um, last but not least, Earth 8311. Pigeon. <laughs> Jeffrey I thought you said like, I thought you, I thought you said like the bird pigeon. No, I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> Oh. Pigeon is the pigeon. anthropomorphic equivalent of vision that resides in the same earth as Peter Porker, Spider-Ham. His name is Pigeon! <laughs> Sounds like a freaking <laughs> Pokemon. Pidgeotto. <laughs> but isn't that funny? Like Spider-Gwen 
is like spider is oh, what's her name Pe- spider penguin in earth 8311 jeez yeah no everybody everybody it's like an animal everybody is an animal this, everybody this is literally pokemon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's like that's what that's, Peter that's Parker that, comes that's, that, that's that universe. It's incredible. Oh my god, it's so good. So you're telling me John Mulaney, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and Pigeon, voiced by Paul Bettany. Can you imagine Paul Bettany's voice on a that's pigeon? That's not the reason my hand is wet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so good. I love Spider Verse. I can't That'd wait to funny. cover Spider Verse. But I Paul Bettany as a bird. But like, can we just get? Marvel Studios to like give into a Spider Ham or Earth eight three one one series, right? right? Like, can they please? Two. Oh my God, so funny! I would love that. Oh, that's, that's Sony's ballpark though. They got to play nice because uh, there's so yeah. many spiders in Spider Ham. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> I want to see pigeon. That's, pigeon. that's hilarious. Pigeon. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. Uh, and then from there we will go into family. So here's some more interesting. like interesting stuff for you. Uh huh. So obviously he is a synthesoid. Yes. Synthesoid doesn't necessarily have family unless you want to call like you know laptops and <laughs> keyboards family. Tony Stark but, is his dad probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but but I digress. You know, like as we see in um, in One Division, he's got kids, and so that that is it's in itself. Something they've carried on from the comic books. Yeah. So the twins, for those of you who don't know, um, we we briefly talked about them in the Wanda episode with Stephen Ray Morris. They're, they were created, their magical constructs created with the shards of Mephisto's soul, who is essentially the devil. Mephisto! Mephisto! <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so... In the in the, the books, you know, after after the whole um, debacle with Mephisto, you know, came to pass, they quote unquote died, um, and then they were reincarnated. And so initially, they were just you know they were the twins, Billy and Tommy. When they were reincarnated, they were introduced as Thomas Shepard mm-hmm. and William Kaplan. And so they were they were twins that were then reincarnated to separate families. And then you know, as fate would have it, they come together. They're like, you know, someone's like, hey, you guys look the same. <laughs> one's got brown hair, one's got white hair. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're like, oh, we're related. And so that story alone is vastly different from the WandaVision version, where Wanda just quite literally, like, manifests Created, these yeah. babies. Like, oh, Vision and I are having a family. And then she's pregnant, has yeah. the babies I mean, within some one episode. Yeah, carry that kind of storyline, I guess. Yeah, which made, I mean, as weird as it sounds, it made perfect it made sense in perfect that world. Sense. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, the the twins are both named, of course, um, Tommy and Billy again. But if you look it up, they are Maximoff. So they're Billy and Tommy Maximoff in one in one division. But those aren't the only children in Vision's family, if you can believe it. And Ooh. I think I told this. I told you this, Jeffrey. Um, there is a there's a 2015 solo series titled Vision, where mm-hmm. Vision, you know, like after all of all of his problems with Wanda, the off and onness. You have to remember they've been dating since the 70s. They're gonna have some issues, and yeah. so they they broke apart, you know, many times. Uh-huh. But in in 2015, he actually ran off and made his own family. Yes, the Visions, yes. and so. Um, uh, his his family, if you will, consisted of the two the, of two kids and a wife 
whom he created based on Wanda's brainwaves, named Virginia. Wow. Yeah. So it's very interesting because if you think about it, Vision himself was created from Wonder Man and, uh, you know, what's his the, name? The dot, whatever. The, the sun, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, based on uh, Lipton, Alex Lipton. And so he then himself creates a partner from a partner that he... Jesus. <laughs> so Virginia becomes his wife um, based on Wanda. And then they... I mean, they not necessarily... Well, they, they create the children. Um who are named Vivian and Vin. So they're that family. Nice. <laughs> they're I can't complain. Vision, it's like, Virginia, Vivian, and Vin. I can't, I can't really say anything. That's like how my family is. Is it? Yeah. Really? Mine's Jeffrey. Yeah. And with Jenny. A, with a G. Yeah. And then Jenny. Yeah. With a G. Okay. And my dad's name is George. That's so cute. My mom's name is Arlene, but mm. that's because, but then our middle names are with an A, so mine's Alan and hers is Anne. Oh, that's funny. So. My cousins are like that too, because my godfather's name is Christopher. Uh-huh. His wife's name is Christina. Okay. Kids' names are Colin, Chelsea, and Cody. And Cody's the one, let me bring it back for you. Cody's the one that played basketball. Seema <laughs> <laughs> See, that had some point to it. Uh, but yeah, no, I get nice. it. I get it. It's cute. If you can do it, nice. you get it. Yeah, my Vivian best friend is like that too. And Vin. Vivian and Vin are the Vin. children. I don't know if he's named Vin Diesel, but. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the visions. Um, and then, of course, Wanda Maximoff, um, who, I mean, needs no further discussion, really. We, you know, like I said, you we, think of one, you think of the other. If you want yeah. to go back to episode five. five, five, yeah, five. Go listen to that episode. That's crazy. It's a really fun episode with Stephen Ray Morris. Yeah. Um, Super duper. Delve, delve deep into, into Wanda's backstory. Wanda. And then obviously there's a lot of vision in that. Story, exactly. So. Yeah. And you know, and I think this is also the first time we've done like counterparts. So this is like completing no, that counterpart. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Wow. Peter and Gamora, you got to catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so uh, next on up is our main adversaries. And so this is is interesting because in all honesty, you name, in the comic books, you name an adversary for the Avengers basically counts. But for Vision, Ultron is it. Ultron is it. I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah. I mean, unless they, you they, want to count Wanda, but I mean, they made that very clear in the Age of Ultron yeah. like, movie. Like, exactly, it's Vision battling basically. <laughs> Doesn't he call his... him dad <laughs> at one point? I feel like he called him dad or father or his, his like son. Like, there's some paternal thing that they say to one another, and I was like, yeah. interesting. They really did take everything from me, <laughs> my vision. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it, you know, same thing. Like I said earlier, created by Hank Pym, Vision turns on him. I like him. how the comics makes, make it seem like Hank Pym is, like, dangerous. Well, he is. Yeah, he, he is. is. And, then, and, then, and, and that's how they did it, too. In, in What in, If. In What If. No. And, I'm like, and that's <laughs> what I appreciated about it, because I was like, dude, this is Hank Pym. He's dark. <laughs> this is a quick tangent, but I remember, like, seeing all the What If episodes. Like, I think there was, like, a stream of them <laughs> where it was just stri- strictly, like, just dark. It's and so it, and, dark. And it all happened to be like Hank Pym was at the center of it. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. I remember texting that. I was like, 
yo, hand cream's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, this guy's dark. Like, and he is. Because he's not. He's not like Michael Douglas. Like you yeah. know, he's like not yeah, rosy cheeked. Like no. Then you watch the Ant Man movie. He's you're a like, jerk. Oh, he's great. <laughs> he's a jerk. Like you know, I. I mean, not to stray too far off the topic, but like Hank and Janet didn't have a great. So funny. Like he's an abusive That's husband. So... Yeah, he's bad. A drinking problem. Well, I mean, yeah. you can't really sell that in a live. <laughs> exactly, you can't. So. And it's all like they just kind of like maybe they'd had it and they just didn't talk about it because they're older now I'm like oh it's like sure. <laughs> yeah but he's yeah. he's an innately dark character too I think you know in some respects and it's like f not funny but it's it's interesting considering he's like Ant-Man yeah you know he's like a character called Ant-Man yeah I think that's um, hilarious and so uh, so yeah and that's that's that whole Ultron thing again is not unlike the MCU where he he happens to be like his main foe if you will um, and then, of course, Thanos, which is, again, he's everybody's problem. So he's, by proxy, he's Vision's problem. But, of course, we're introduced in WandaVision to White Vision. Yeah, I was yes. very... I remember when I first saw that. I yeah. literally, I saw that, I saw that post-credit scene, and I was just like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> I, was, I was legitimately, like, yeah. I was just like, what is this? Like, yeah. who is this? Yeah. And then I went on Twitter, like I always do, because... I'm a nerd and I just, I crave information. Yeah. Everyone was talking about like, you know, just like, oh my God, white vision. Oh my God, white vision. Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And so I immediately obviously Googled it. Yeah. And then I just like, oh, it's this character thing. is dark. Yeah. <laughs> like this character. It takes a turn. Yeah. Takes like a he turn. is the complete polar opposite of the MCU version of vision that we know. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and then you see it in the, in the following episode of just yeah. how dark and visceral white vision is and you're like oh yeah and then he just flows off mm -hmm. because he now has mcu visions memories yeah and now you're like whoa <laughs> like where'd he go do? What, yeah what's gonna happen what they, 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 left, they left that branch open so exactly and so uh you know he has a proper name which is you know in the show they show it on the uh the screens when if you're looking closely to the the computers that sword has set up in the tents uh -huh. um it's called project cataract yes cataract yes which is like cheeky <laughs> let's be real vision cataract nice it goes hand in hand retina really yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, it didn't fly it didn't roll off the tongue as finally <laughs> um and so you know his his specifics in the um in the show his date of birth is like november 2023 so it kind of gives you some perspective of the timeline as far as that goes. And, um, and so this MCU counterpart has traces of chaos magic. So once again, it's like a version That's of, right, cause it is powered by, yes. yeah. And so it's, it's once again, introducing this idea that there is a vision shell or something and a synthesoid that then is like sparked to life. With something. These are like so, the two, sorry. These are like the two most powerful heroes, yeah. but they have the most, <laughs> deepest of traumas oh yeah like absolutely. jesus christ tumultuous i was like vision's the most powerful probably if you think yeah. about it, he's the most powerful he he's has top to three be. yeah easily T easily top three especially the mcu version yeah. because he is made yeah. of vibranium and he's died four times and he's, he's died four times and he's come back and shot. Oh, my oh my gosh yeah and so it's like so this 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 cataract version has the traces of chaos magic. So you think of Halgad, he's got visions, memories, visions, like capabilities mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes. And then 
chaos magic on top of it. Now, can he do anything with that? We don't yeah, know. We, um, hopefully, hopefully we find out sooner than later. I uh, know. Um, In Doctor Strange Multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> which has just been delayed to May 2022, for those see. of you who haven't heard. We will heard. see. Yeah. Um, but, you know, of course, uh, they have this very powerful scene in the series that so many people talk about. And it's like the, the metaphysics of identity with the, the, the ship of thesis. I thought that scene was amazing. I thought it was pretty great. I mean, and given what we've discussed about this character already, yeah. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's based off the Western philosophy between Plato and Heraclitus. I can't say it. I'm keeping that. Her- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it incorrectly for obvious reasons, but Heraclitus. I can't say it. Why can't I say it? Say it. It sounds like I'm saying erection. (laughs) (laughs) See? (laughs) Um, Anyhow, the ship of thesis is also like, okay, well, you know, if you introduce new parts to an old foundation, foundation, does that then... Does, would it still be regarded as the, the original? Of, the original ship of thesis, or is it something completely brand new? Exactly. And so that's a very worthwhile question. Dude, I remember paying attention to that scene like so incredibly. Just like, I, had, I was I like, okay, what it. kind of a nudge is, is he dropping right yeah, now? And I was, I was like, like Ooh, wow, yeah. that was very profound. Very <laughs> profound. I rewound that, se- that scene like <laughs> yeah. at least five times. I was like, does this I was make like, sense? I was, I was like, like oh, say it, that again. It does make sense. Yeah, it was incredible. I was like, say it again. No, no, I no, say elaboration and yeah. i was like yeah same because that was pretty good good right so yeah so i mean we've yet to see you know what what more comes of this character um i'm it's got to be something bigger and and now he is technically the only living version of vision, of ver- of vision yes. that exists at the moment so yeah. for that i have a second pop okay quiz. i'm ready i was i was waiting for it <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. So you're one for one. Let's make it two for two. Ready? Yeah. Speaking of WandaVision, what commercial Easter egg shares its name with Wanda, one of Wanda's nicknames for Vision in the comics? I know it was a really compound sentence. I'm so sorry. So you remember the commercials that were Is in WandaVision? Texas? No, 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 no. <laughs> No. Oh. So what is from the from the commercials that we see in WandaVision? There's a lot. There's a lot. Which which of these commercials has a nickname that Wanda actually calls Viz in the in the comic books? In the comic books? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. No. Okay. Okay, look. let me say it's not in an exact pool, but it is very it's a very easy giveaway. Okay, well, the first one was a Tony Stark toaster. Okay. Second one was, I believe, the soap. The third one. Oh, no. Oh, no. When was the next? Was that the third one? You're doing one? them in order. I love this. <sighs> the fourth one. Oh, oh, the, oh, the fourth one was the watch, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, where's the name? No. Is there multiple choice? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I'm in shambles. I believe in you. I'm in pain. You can do this. Nexus. That's, why was the ne- Nexus? Nexus is the only thing that's stuck in my head. Like, Nexus is winning. that your final answer? <laughs> You're going to be so mad. Ah. 
Nexus. I'm gonna be distracted with Marvel finally tweeting a picture of Angelina Jolie while you think about your answer. Oh. <laughs> what was the shark one? I don't think that was it though. Come on, Jeff. Uh, I don't. That was like the, that was like the first series. That was <laughs> okay. Like, okay. That was like so many months ago. You're gonna be so mad. But I would have. But I would have. I, I should know it though. <clears throat> okay. I, ha me. I have a I have a screenshot from the comic book for you. No, I'm gonna be so mad. Okay. Okay. Here's. The nickname that Wanda calls Vision in the comic books. You're a damn toaster! Damn it! <laughs> I literally said it! It was, the, ah. it was the first commercial. Wanda often refers to Vision as a toaster. You're a damn toaster! It literally said it. Literally. It's okay, buddy. One for two. You got 50%. You still got time to pull through. <laughs> so I will post this uh, this panel. It's from the Vision series um, once again. And yeah, she calls him a toaster. How messed up is that? And I believe Tony Stark, and I think I said this before, Tony calls him a microwave. They all call him appliances. It's messed up. Maybe that maybe that's what the commercial was. He's like it was just like it was just like a, a homage to the comics. Honestly, <laughs> that's how I took it. People were like, "Oh, there's a deeper meaning. Oh, the jewel is red." And I was like, "Bro, she calls him a toaster." <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's a toaster commercial. That's fine. So from that, we're going to venture onto a very interesting topic. Oh, I can't wait for your response to to a couple of these love interests. Cuz I mean, right? Okay. Again. He's a synthesizer. He's a, he's a toaster. He's a so, toaster. so here we go. Here okay. we go. Okay, you okay. ready? Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna start with a couple of throwaways. Sure. They're just like whatever's. Okay. Jocasta. There's this. There's this humanoid created by Ultron. Her name is Jocasta. Okay. Cool. Another fling for Vision. Mantis. Whoa. But I will say, she's very different in the comics. Very, very different. Not naive, not, not like super Reserved, duper. Yeah. No, she's not like that at all. Okay. Um, which was actually a big criticism that Jim Starlin had when seeing Guardians 2. He was like, uh, that's not Mantis. Um, so, fair enough. But <laughs> this one's gonna, this one, ah, can't wait for your action. Cassie Lang. Ew. <laughs> Wait, 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 no. And I even wrote it down here. Sounds weird, yes, I know. This is this is more or less a different version of Vision. Sure. Okay, let's just go with that. Who went by Jonas? Okay. okay. Created, once again, from the brainwaves of someone else. Mm -hmm. in, this, in this specific Vision, created from the brainwaves of Iron Lad, a.k.a. Nathaniel Richards of Earth 6311. Okay. Nathaniel Richards... Reed? King the Conqueror. King. Oh, damn. I keep forgetting these real ass <laughs> names. I'm so used to fuck but, the superhero names. But, but King the Conqueror. Yeah. Funky. Uh, Funky, right? But God. he's younger. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you gotta a, think powerful, New Avengers. That's a powerful per Jesus. Yes, exactly. Uh. So, will they touch on that? I don't know. Like yeah. I said, anything is possible. <laughs> anything at this is point, possible. Um, Carol Danvers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean two most powerful Avengers, sure. Yeah, Wanda why was not? Wanda was going for Wonder Man, okay. which is again funny considering his brainwaves. Yeah, were from Vision. Wonder Man. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. <laughs> um, and so like Vision was like, "Hey, Wanda, Wanda, do you mind if I 
date your friend <laughs> since you're dating Wonder Man. And she was like, yeah. And they were like, cool. <laughs> wow. So they dated for a little bit and then just kind of dissipated. Yeah. Sure. Um, Eve, who uh, he found while on Counter Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like also a, an android synthesoid, if you will. Um, it was, it felt very Adam and Eve to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there were like, he felt like he found his soulmate. It just didn't end up being that way. Um, and then Virginia, uh, as I previously mentioned, and then of course, Scarlet Witch, which, you know, is often regarded as like, uh, the most famous romantic tale of the Marvel universe, really? which is kind of crazy if you think about it. And that would explain how I made the association with them when I was a wee lass. Yeah. Because like you think of Marvel, Marvel, uh, relationships and honestly four, four come to mind each and every time. Well, five, five come to mind each and every time for me. Cyclops and Jean Grey, fantastic, uh, Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman. Yeah. Rogue and Gambit. Okay. Vision and Wanda. Uh-huh. And then I just lost my last thoughts. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, like it always comes to mind. And so by comparison, MCU, zero, zilch, nobody. It's only Wanda. Huh. Think about it. Nobody, right? He's always been Wanda. Always been Wanda. He doesn't even connect with any other, anybody like he does with her. From the start, yeah. That's so cute. They need their own movie now. I know. I think that might be. I mean, the, the show is great. Yeah, yeah, but they I just, think I mean that I just, might cap I mean, it off. That might be it for them. The movie, a movie, might be it. I mean, like, when do you kill them off? You know, I hope they don't. And I have, <laughs> I sit up late at night. Like, I'll wake up from like some semblance of sleep that I actually get once uh-huh. in a while. And I'll be like, I don't know if I'm ready to see Bucky Barnes die. Like some of these like characters no have to reason. die at some point. And some of them have to die at yeah, some point. Yeah, as much as like, like we don't want to, yeah. like they're going to have to die. And it's like we said in another episode, literally three of the original Avengers are, are dead. Or quote unquote dead in Steve's case, but Iron Man, yeah. Black Widow, and Captain America. So yeah. it's kind of like, I don't like it. Someone has to die. No. I mean, it sucks, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. part of life. <sighs> Sad. Uh, so to... to kind of bring back the the love and the positivity here we got a listener comment <laughs> from instagram from ariel who says i'm a sucker for his relationship with wanda i wasn't expecting it but i love it so much heart I mean, face yeah. and it's great no it's and it's again it's like it's it's a lot less complicated if you believe it than the comic books but i think that paul and lizzie really embody the chemistry yeah. that these and, characters have. And they really wanted to establish that relationship in Age of Ultron too. Like with yeah. The, with the, the proper crush scene. Like, yeah, like, that's true. It was such a small, like, probably like, why the hell would they show this? Because it's just exposition. It's like, yeah. well, they're trying to set up yeah. Wanda obvious, and Vision yeah. like yeah. for future. And like, for yeah. future. And it like, it worked. It like, worked. It just worked. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we're going to kind of talk about aesthetics. So it's kind of like we said at the top of the show, you know, you kind of look at the comic book version. Um, and I know that when I first saw the MCU version, I immediately was like, the colors are wrong. <laughs> but if you didn't know, you would just kind of go, okay, this guy is staring at me. Hi, Groot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because in, in the comic books for, you know, for those who can't see what I'm, what we're looking at, you know, Vision is yeah. indeed yellow and green. And bright green, yeah. bright orange, yellow. He's yeah. essentially a walking citrus bas- basket. Yeah. Because he's got an orange face. I and mean, so in, in the MCU, however, he's, he's almost like a fuchsia 
magenta color. I mean, the color. face is pretty. The face color is pretty. Yeah, awful, you know, at least in this one. But, yeah, depending on, I think, else, the lighting. Yeah, because yeah. this one, he's a lot more yeah. pinky, too. But, on, but um, everything else, you know, it's, yeah. it, it looks. It just looks more synthetic, per se. And yeah. very, like... Like synthesoid like yeah which know. i appreciate like i, mean, I think yeah. that's so cool i wonder how many um like concept art they had to go through to get, to land on like a an mcu version i know that's, vision. and i'm i i don't know if i've shown you these but and i have them downstairs but there are these beautiful um like you know mcu books for each film i don't know if i don't know how far back they've done them uh -huh. But they're done by the visual development team. Oh, so yes. Andy Park yeah. and, and um, Ryan. Yeah, those uh, guys. Yeah, the, those all guys, of the yeah. minor ding. Yeah. And and so I I'm I believe there's an Age of Ultron one. And I bet you there's a whole chapter just on vision. I mean, yeah. And I've seen Andy Park post things. And he does them all the time, yeah. especially now, you know, um, with all the new stuff. And so he posted, what was the last one? I think he's, he was posting um, Shang-Chi ones and somebody else. He was posting somebody else. But... Um, Oh God! They must have gone through tons I mean, and, tons is, and tons. Since this is the with first, this coloration yeah. Too. Since this is the first on-screen live-action yeah. version of Vision, mm -hmm. they're like, well, they probably yeah, they probably did like try to do these colors, but yeah. then I, I'm pretty sure early in the process they're like, this is not going to work on screen. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, exactly. And that's yeah. what I was going to say because like the color contrast too, and you have to think of like, okay, well, what's complementary of of yeah. red? And so you think of like Magneto, for instance, okay, yeah. or Green Goblin even. Like Green yeah. Goblin is green. But then you also have to think of like like okay, he's also derived from vibranium <laughs> and the Mind Stone. Exactly. So How do there we you incorporate? go. Those are those are like your yeah. three. I guess like yeah. like bullet points is like well he can't be the original comic book colors because it doesn't make sense yeah but then he's also which is also a yeah. reason why like Drax the Destroyer for instance he's green in the comics yeah and so people don't realize that and it's like well first of all and James gonna said this many times it's like yeah. you can't have two green characters that are main people on the team yeah yeah and also it gets muddled and like dude the layering that they do put on Zoe oh Saldana, and then especially for. And then if you want to do yeah. that on Dave Bautista, he's like, Exactly. Nah. <laughs> like, I can't even fathom how much you know, post-production they have to go through. Yeah. And so, like, and, you know, and we've seen this in the, um, what is the show called on Disney Plus? Uh, the one that they do behind the scenes. Oh, Marvel. Uh, oh, not Assembled. No. Yeah, is it Assembled? It's Assembled, no? I think no? That's, that's the one that, um, that's the Assembled one is basically just like a, a background summary of oh, the characters. Yeah. Uh, um, Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, but that show, they even, you know, they show quite a bit of it um, on there too, where uh, they they kind of show like, and Paul Bettany shows it all the time mm -hmm. on his Instagram account of all of the, the the dots on the face and and how like his oh, ears are is, CGI. It and, is crazy. And I honestly didn't even know like the amount of CG that goes in. It's assembled, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the face. <laughs> See, you're right. Don't doubt yourself. Toaster. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, you know what I mean? Though? Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, yeah. you know, and if you haven't watched the assembled for WandaVision, my gosh, please, like, go watch it already. It's only like 45 minutes long, if even. Um, but yeah, like, the, the amount of detail and the amount of, like, ornate, um, like embellishments that they have on Vision as a character, so crazy. And yeah. like I said, like the cape alone, that's one thing. And you know, like that's like again, I've said this before. Like I, when they have that those costumes up, 
I press myself against the thing and I'm like looking at the detail and the cape is so gorgeous if you if you have a chance to ever see it in person. Yeah. Um but yeah, I just think that the way that they've adapted this character from comic to screen, they've made wise choices. Like honestly, I was just like why does he look like that color? Why is he that color? I almost wanted to say that in a Wanda voice. <laughs> <laughs> but it they they, they chose wisely, and I think he it looks works. a lot better than he would have if he was straight up lime yellow and lime green. And they, Lemon and yellow they even and did green. it in the show, like in the yeah, Halloween episode. Yeah, the Halloween episode and is a perfect like, representation. You see him in and you're like, okay, yeah, maybe this wouldn't have worked. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got the little, like, yeah, the shorts. shorts. It's oh, so my gosh. It's so bright. It's so bright. <laughs> and, and yet... I mean, I love them. I yeah. love those outfits. And I'm, I'm, but that was enough for me yeah. to see them like just pay homage. Just to pay it. homage to it for part of an episode, especially Wanda. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm satiated. <laughs> um, and so from there, almost was. I think this might be another cop out. I'm like, there's no, there's no one nobody, else. nobody could do it. No nobody one could else. Do it. No, no one that else. voice is so distinct. Yeah. Because then you try to think of, okay, well, who has who has such an impressionable voice? That doesn't necessarily have to be British. British but it does help. <laughs> you it know, does help. There's a certain sophistication yes. to that. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, I, off the top, I couldn't tell you. Nor could I. I mean, like, you know, you think of iconic voices, for instance. Like, could you imagine a Morgan Freeman Jarvis? <laughs> mm, exactly. Like, no. Like, Mr. It's, Star. It's, it's, it's funny to think back because my friend at station in Hawaii, his yeah. text message notification is when he gets a text message. Yeah. His phone says, you have a message, sir. Mm. And I'm just like, nice. Mm. But you don't imagine anyone else yeah. except Paul Bettany. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. No, no, I couldn't do it. Even, even as vision. Like... I can think of one person. However, but even then, it's, it's, it's still the, the gap is. It's still not Paul Bettany, and it would be Doug Jones, Doug who Jones. is Silver Surfer, oh, and Abe from Hellboy, because yes. he's got the stature. He's got, got the, the stature, he's got the, the frame posture. He's, but yeah, he has the. But, you hear it in the voice too when he's Silver Surfer. Oh, right, but he's not quite Paul Bettany. Not quite. No one is. But I, I have to say. <laughs> I scoured and scoured and scoured, did not find a single other person that may have auditioned or was even considered for this role. After the story that we, like we, I mentioned earlier, yeah. I don't think there was, even for them, there was no other choice. I don't think so either. I think it's one of those rare instances where they were just like, nope, we got him. Right. We got him. Yeah. We're good. So there's no other, <laughs> there's none. Although now that I say it, I'm like, I wonder if Doug Jones was approached at all. <laughs> like at all. But he's also very busy. Like he's in all of, you know, all those, uh, whose films? Gosh, uh, Guillermo del Toro films. Oh, I was going to okay. say Benicio yeah. and I was like, mm, no, Guillermo. Um, um, and he, you know, because he was in Pan's Labyrinth and, and the yeah, Hellboy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the first one, at least the first, the first version. Um, but he's still very relevant in, in horror and sci-fi. So, I mean, it could have been an instance where he was just busy that time. But yeah. because Paul Bettany was also already the voice and he is a... An it actor. Just, it made sense. It made like sense. That path yeah. Made sense. Oh my gosh! If they hadn't casted him, that's why I'm kind of like, yo, are they ever gonna bring Sharon in or Karen and like have it be Jennifer Connelly? <laughs> that oh would my be god! Like, yeah. What if they did the vision? Ah, oh, here we go. What if, <laughs> what if they did the visions 
and Jennifer Connelly played Vivian, not Vivian, Virginia. Virginia. <gasps> hey, man. <laughs> and I their mean, children played the children. I think, yeah, now I think about it, <laughs> I mean, like, now I think about it, like, having Paul Bettany play um, Vision, even if it wasn't, like, in the, even if it wasn't him or whatever, like, I think no matter what Age of Ultron, Jarvis was going to become the Vision at mm. some point. It was mm. Maybe they did think about, like, damn, who should we cast as the Vision? But yeah. then you're, like, well, Jarvis, we're, we're basically taking Jarvis AI yeah. and make, putting into this body. Why don't we just ask the actor who plays Can you imagine Jarvis? that round table? They're just sitting around like, and futzing around yeah. and being like, okay, so what What are the ideas? What are the ideas? How and do then, we bring the vision to life? Yeah. And then they're just like putting these ideas yeah. together. And then like the minute that they think, oh my gosh, Paul Bettany. Paul yeah. Bettany. Let's call him right now. Yeah. Dang! That's like, crazy. And, and I feel like that was early enough, I mean, I say early enough, quote unquote, in the game that they still had room to play. Like, it wasn't full. I, I, I can't imagine that Feige had it planned out. Yeah, no way. By then. That you has know to be I mean? one of those things where it's like, okay, so we have to put Jarvis yeah. into Ultron. Yeah. Or into Vision. Yeah. How do we do that? Who can do that? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wow. Yeah. Someone was probably like, damn. <laughs> how about we just... <laughs> Take the actor who plays Jarvis <laughs> yeah. and put him on screen. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. uh, so so cool. So yeah. so so cool. Um, yeah. And so I have one last pop quiz for you. Um, one for two. You're half. You're half. So this is this is your this is your sixty six percent. Yeah, this is it. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, I'm kind of I'm kind of messed up for putting this one because even I didn't know, but I do remember knowing it, like really paying attention to it when I saw it. Uh, but you have a better memory when it comes to these things. Uh, I know. So you're we'll really see. setting me up right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, friend. Oh no! In WandaVision. Yes. Where does Vision work? It's a computing company. Oh no! <laughs> It's a computing company! <laughs> and that's all I remember! Oh my god! Norm! I have my hoodie pulled over my head because you're so close. <laughs> it's a you're computing so company! Dude, it's the toaster all over again! You're right there, bud. Come on! I don't know the official name, but it's a computing company! <laughs> For those of you listening at home, we both have our shirts over our heads. I hate this. Oh my god, why aren't we live streaming? Um, <laughs> come on, you got this. I, I, I can't even think of it. Oh. Come on. Something something comp- computation. <laughs> right? Okay. Something something computation. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. No, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> I hear my Wanda voice coming out. Jeffrey. Uh, okay. Jeffrey. Yeah. The right answer. Okay. Is Computational Services Inc. <laughs> <laughs> it's CSI. It's literally CSI. And that's what I remember seeing. I was like, compu- Computational. Yeah. Com- that's that's that? all I remember. It's computational computation. Services yeah, Inc. That's all I CSI. Don't know if that's like a little Easter egg or not, but. <laughs> That's I mean, I could do you one better. Do you remember the street address? The street address? Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so I got this little tidbit off of the internet. I don't remember who I stole it from, but uh, the street address. This is a fun little tidbit. It's a little bit. It's a little bit of a stretch to me, but okay. I'm gonna say it anyway. 
So the street address for Computational Services, Inc., where Viz works in one division, the street address is 103. And so this website was like, perhaps in reference to Avengers number 103, 1972, where Quicksilver rescues Scarlet Witch after she's kidnapped by the Sentinels, which has nothing to do with one division. Sure. So I'm kind of like, why would that even... I don't buy it, but that's just me. So anyway, you got half of it right. You got, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I would be like, I don't know, a computer place. Like I would have said a computer place. Computational, Computational services, <laughs> Inc. CSI. So there you go. That's your next party oh my trick. Oh gosh. <laughs> and with that, that's the end of that show. Oh my God. That episode. Oh, wow. Um, of course, some suggested reading for those of you who are curious to learn more about our favorite synthesoid, of course, classic classic Avengers, go for it. I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot. But it's great. It's good stuff. I personally like Silver Age. Um, but like I mentioned before, the Vision series itself in 2015, written by Tom King. Hey-ho, Tom King! Um, art by Gabriel Hernandez-Walta, who's phenomenal um colors by Jordi Belair she's colored me a couple of times in the Nightwing and DC comics nice um and cover artist Mike Del Mundo who I love he's amazing and so this is the series that I mentioned in the Wanda episode where Mm. yeah where he's like surrounded by like multiple Wandas and there's this really rough issue somewhere in the middle I want to say five six five six or nine um incredible series you got to read it there's a reason why like I feel like Tom King's series is really what catapulted this character. They were, of course, aligning it. 2015, mm-hmm. same year Age of Ultron came out. So they were bringing relevance yeah. to the character, but I feel like this series, as, and it won so many awards, is really what kind of steered him into mainstream. Even further. Um, so please, go read it. It's, it's great. You'll, you won't regret it. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. Also, we need some character study suggestions. Yes. So Jeffrey and I were reviewing our calendar coming up for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were, you know, aligning, you know, we're trying to align with MCU. Um, but, you know, come come 2022, we've got some open spaces. So if there's somebody that you really want us mm-hmm. to cover. Or if there's different, like, kind of, like episodes or shows you want us to do that aren't yeah. character studies. Yeah. And you want us to switch up you know, the pace a little bit. That'd be dope. Um, let us know. Yeah. Like maybe like, cause we've been doing kind of, we've, we've kind of had like, kind of like the same format mm-hmm. for these episodes, yep. not including, you know, the mini Marvels because yeah. of their fan questions and everything. Yeah. But we don't always have to do character studies. If there's something that you guys are interested in hearing that mm-hmm. you maybe haven't heard. Like and, Vibranium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something, or just, a, a different like a segment that you would wouldn't yeah. mind hearing based on like the personalities of Di and I. Yeah. Like let us know. Like, yeah. I you know, know if you want to just do like one whole episode of Di literally asking me questions. Oh my god. Like Can a whole I? pop quiz. Oh my god. I mean, it doesn't have to be like an hour and a half episode. Like usually, it'll just be like twenty minutes of Di just like fifteen minute lightning round. Let's yeah. Go. Just like of every single MCU movie. That would be movie. amazing. Oh my god. If you guys want to hear that? Can let us know. That? Can we do that? I mean, I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. Yes. I know, I know every single movie. That's great. Like, fight heart. Every okay. MCU, every I, MCU, I was, movie, I MCU say, movie. How's your venom? By heart. <laughs> yeah. It's fresh. Yes, it's fresh. It's fresh. So that would be phenomenal. Yeah. So, if there's any like other like 
like segments you want to hear that maybe aren't a character study, maybe, mm-hmm. or it ties into a character study that you would like to hear Di and I do. Yeah, let us know Let's in the go. comments. Yeah. You know, just any suggestions. Like, we are very open. Yeah. Because our year is pretty much set. 2022 is all up to you. So let's go. Yeah. I mean, we're not really also, we're not also like, when it comes to like shows and reviews, we're not really a review movie show. There are tons of those. There's tons of those that you can get those. But if there's maybe like an episode and or a specific movie you would like to hear Diane and I's take on. Yeah. Let Let's us go. know. We'll do that too. But like we said, we are not a review place. There <laughs> are a thousands of other channels to listen to for that who are amazing exactly. at that. Exactly. But uh, yeah, let us know. We are very open to anything you guys say. Leave us <laughs> questions, comments, praise us if you want. I mean, no, it's fine. Whatever. I'll take a praise. <laughs> praise or two wouldn't hurt. Um, and that said, a we are Groot salute to Claire, Jolis, Melanie, Jenny, Ed, Robin, and Andrew for their Patreon patron Woo. goodness. Woo. And so again, that tier we're going to expand. Um, th- those were limited before. We're going to open it up very, very soon. I promise. Um, and uh, stay tuned for our announcements on social. And you can find us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. Just type in a stark contrast. I promise we will come up. And it's not another Game of Thrones podcast. (laughs) 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 And again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you like what you hear or or you just want to support us, support the nerdy cause, Mm -hmm. we appreciate it in any form. If you want to become a Patreon patron or you want to retweet or share, follow, like, all the good things. And that's it. Thank you guys Thank so you. much. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you, Dai. <laughs> Wanda. <laughs> Thank you, Wanda. And we will see you guys in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.